Hello and welcome to I Don't Know What I'm Talking About. This is the earliest record I've ever done. I'm very tired, so let's just see how this goes. It's not even 9am yet here um, as I'm recording. Um, today is going to be a very busy day, so I've decided to record very, very early in the morning before we sort of start our day. Uh, Heather's gone for a run, and so I decided to take this opportunity to record an episode. This might sound weird, but I have, obviously I have a multitude of issues which I've spoken about before on the podcast. But one of the one of the things that sort of comes from my anxiety is I don't like the idea of knowing that Heather can hear me record. I still get like a little bit embarrassed about it. So I do like to try and make sure that when I record, I record when she's out of the house and I'm by myself and so I can talk. Not it's not like I it's not like I don't want her to hear what I'm talking about. It's it's the fact that I am talking essentially to myself that I I don't know I just can't get my head around someone hearing that happen in real time in the in the house. So yeah, I like to try and make sure she's not in the house while I record. She's gone for a run. She's done a couch to five k. And today is her final run. She's she's going to keep running afterwards, but this is her completion of the Couch to 5K. She's going to go out, she's going to run for 40 minutes. That gives me ample time to record because, well, these episodes are, what, 30 minutes long? It gives me room for a, a, a 10 minute edit of the uh, silences and the breaks out and shit like that. Already, this is turning into one of my probably least favorite episodes. I I shouldn't I shouldn't record this early. I've literally only in the past half an hour woken up. I'm not even a hundred percent sure where I am, and I won't be as promised on the previous episode. I won't be having a actually do, no. Do you know what? Do you know what I'll do? Because we're out all day today. So, oh, of all the episodes that I that I should have had a coffee on. And a coffee with 6,000 milligrams of sugar should have been this one. This is the one where I need some energy. What I will do is, because I did, I, did I did promise, and I'm, not, I'm the kind of person that hates going back on a promise. I promised that I would, in uh, as many future episodes as I could, try a, 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 a Costa festive coffee or hot chocolate uh, and try it live on the podcast. I don't have one with me right now, but what I will do, because I'm recording this one two weeks in advance as well, um, so what I will do is I will, today while I'm out, and I'll explain that in a second as well, because I'm today's a really busy day, today while I'm out, I will go and grab a Costa, what did it, I said I was going to get a Terry's Chocolate Orange Hot Chocolate, I'll try one of them, and I will record it the reaction to me having it for the first time, blah, blah, blah. And I will post it here, now. Hi, it's me. So I have my uh, Terry's Chocolate Orange hot chocolate here. Hold on, I just need, I probably need to stir it. 
bear with. Okay, I'm back. Um, so this is me tasting the Costa Terry's Chocolate Orange Hot Chocolate and uh, immediate reaction. Ten seconds later. Mm. Okay, I had very big hopes for that one, and unfortunately, they haven't come through. It's it's nice. It's it's a nice hot chocolate, but the orange taste is um it's it's not it's not good enough the it's very subtle and i love i love terry's chocolate orange it's one of my favorite chocolates and yeah the taste just isn't there there's a little bit of orange in it a little bit just like you can taste it but it's not it's not terry's chocolate orange it's just hot chocolate and someone's like dribbled a little bit of orange juice in it two out of five stars there for me Enjoy the rest of the episode. So there you go. That's my reaction to the Terry's Chocolate Orange Hot Chocolate. Who knows how it went? I haven't done it yet. There we go. So today, today's a busy day. Today is the day we do this concert. So this is the day I've been waiting for for so long. Because I've, for the, for the past few weeks, I'm so tired. I can't even tell you. For the past few weeks... I've been rehearsing for this concert that I'm doing today. That's taken up three days of my life. I say three days of my life. Obviously, I work in the day, in the week. And then in the evening, on Tuesday evening, Wednesday evening, I've been rehearsing for this show. And then all day Sunday, I've been rehearsing. It's a one-night concert. A one-night concert. Um, But now I'm going to get my Sundays back, my Tuesdays back, and my Wednesdays. Well, at least the evenings back. Just to chill. And to work on projects that I that I want to work on, like the podcast and stuff, and TikTok, because I'm relaunching my TikTok. Because I recently found out that if you post videos over a minute, TikTok will pay you handsomely. So I'm going in that direction also. And obviously then I will just have sort of Kinky Boots to focus on for the time being, and then once Kinky Boots is done, I will be taking uh, a nice long break from doing shows and stuff. Because it it is tiring. It is tiring. I'm 30 now. I'm not the spring chicken I used to be. I'm old. Cue anyone over the age of 30 coming and telling me that they don't appreciate me saying I'm old. Right then. I, th- I think that's as much as I'm going to waffle on about. I, can't, I, I couldn't even tell you what I, what I was talking about two minutes ago. I'm that tired. So we're going to dive straight into the episode. After having waffled absolute nonsense for the past five seven minutes or whatever it's been and i'm going to spin the wheel for the first time today and the topic quite aptly received is responsiveness Uh, i'm not feeling very responsive today at least not yet i've not given myself time to wake up this is the problem because i decided I wanted to record while Heather was out and she's going to be out for 40 minutes, which is like the perfect amount of time for me to record. I was like, I need to start recording. Boom. As soon as she leaves the house. So I haven't, she's, she's like got up and she's like, right, I'm going to go for a run. Cause she, she is older than me, but she seems to have more energy than me. I don't know why this is. I don't know where she gets it from, but she just has pockets of energy. I mean, she does get tired. If she hears this, um, and here's me saying this and, and, and makes it makes out that she's just got bags and bags of energy all the time. She does get tired. But, like, she got up this morning she was just like, right, I'm going to go for a run. Right, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. 
And she got got ready and went. And I was like, oh shit, I need to record. So <laughs> ran to the office and set up the studio and stuff and just started recording. So I, I am not uh, I'm not really awake yet. So my responsiveness today is non-existent. Right. So I'm not hundred percent sure. When I say I'm not 100% sure, I think I'm like 99% sure I know what responsiveness is. I assume responsiveness is the thing where, well, it's, it's the way you respond to things, isn't it? In either conversationally or, um, God, this is a farce, isn't it? In a conversation, this, this, it, I mean, it's not really a conversation I'm having right now, I'm just talking to myself, but I feel like my responsiveness to myself is in itself non-existent. Example, I'll be talking to Heather, she'll be on her phone. Phones, phone usage has depleted responsiveness over the past few years. Maybe we could get into that, it's a little bit political I suppose. But phone usage is terrible for responsiveness. I will be sitting on the sofa and I will be having an active conversation with my wife. I'll be telling her, like a four-minute monologue, oh, well, I'll tell you what happened at work today. I, a bloody order came through, and we had to send it out to a customer, but we had none in stock. It was really awful. So then I had to rush across town, go and um, you know get some stock from uh, an external supplier and bring it back so we could box it up and send it out to our customer. And then there'll be silence, and they'll be like, Heather, she does this noise. And it's and I've told her this. It's her most unattractive trait. I'll go Heather, and she'll go huh, and like a goose, and she'll make that noise. And I'll go, did you hear me? And she'll be like, sorry, what? And I'm like, okay, well, the, it's it's all well and good not listening to someone. This is one of my biggest gripes with Heather. Like if you if you're not listening to me, that's annoying, but still. Like, fair enough. There are, there are times where people don't listen. If I am talking to you, and we are the only two people in the room, and you just simply can't hear me, like I'm not even there, that's where there's an issue. Clearly. We are the only two people in the room, and I've just been talking for four minutes. To myself, it seems. I was regaling a story to you. And you were just looking at your phone the entire time. And only when I reference your name, Heather, you pick your head up from your phone and you go, Huh? Sorry, were you talking? Yes, of course I was talking. Who else in the room do you think I was talking to? We are the only two people here. My own responsiveness is not... Well, in, in terms of mentally, my responsiveness is not great. Mentally, my responsiveness is quite often I will find myself, and and again, this comes into, I think, what I said a couple of episodes ago about my brain always needing some kind of stimulus. If I'm not, if I'm not 100% focused on our conversation, I really have to try hard to listen to you. I'm really sorry if, if ever I've had a conversation with someone and um, they're listening to this now and they think to themselves, oh yeah, I did think. Sean seemed a bit distant when we were having that conversation. If you are talking to me, and I I don't find the conversation 100% enthralling, 
I want, I like, personally, I want to, I want to listen to you. I do. And whatever you're talking about, I, I will give you a response. But I have to try really hard to listen to what you're saying. Because, as well, someone might be talking about what they did at work that day. And in my mind, I'm probably thinking to myself, mm, I, I don't really have a huge amount of interest in what this person does for their job. But because I respect them and I appreciate them, I am going to sit here and listen to what they've got to say. Even though of zero interest. This is largely to do with what the podcast is about. And they'll be talking and talking and talking. Let's say someone works in a care home. This is just an example. Um, and I'm not saying that because my mum works in a care home. This is just an example. This is not me saying that I have to really try hard to listen to my mum. That's not the case. Let's say someone works in a care home. They'll say, oh, we were at, we were at work today. And we were, we were watching Tipping Point on the telly with the residents and then Ethel starts throwing cutlery about right I've already stopped listening to the cutlery chat because when the person has mentioned tipping point my brain is going I haven't seen tipping point in ages I met Ben Shepherd once when we did Tough Mudder that was good nice guy not as tall as you'd expect him to be some of the questions on Tipping Point are ridiculous. Like, so easy. There was one once in an episode when the question was, which Disney film follows the story of a lion who is also a king? And then I'll snap back out of it, because that was an inner monologue after the fact that they just said Tipping Point. And then, and then they'll say, and anyway, we got him in the straitjacket, and then... Uh, <laughs> The cutlery had stopped flying. So my responsiveness is not perfect. So when I'm trash-talking Heather, saying about how she doesn't listen and stuff, I I have to really try hard to listen because my mind will just go off on tangents in the same way that my voice does on this podcast every time that I record. The thing is, is when I'm recording a podcast, my, my mouth just has to follow where my brain goes. When I'm listening to someone, my brain does just go off by itself. So like I said, if some, if someone mentions, if someone's talking to me, just one thing that they mention can send my brain elsewhere and I have to really try hard to bring it back and be like, no, stop thinking about the Lion King. <laughs> like, we have to talk about, we have to think about this lady throwing cutlery around. Someone could have been really badly hurt. Um, so, yeah, my responsiveness is not all there. Oh. Oh. Um, as proven just now, um, my physical responsiveness is... Actually, my physical responsiveness is quite good. Um, just now, I knocked a bottle of Coke over. I've got some cherry Coke that I'm having as a as a means to try and get some sugar in me for this podcast. And I, I did just knock it over because I forgot it was next to me. Um, and I suppose my... Um, that's not really responsiveness, is it? That's spatial awareness. Uh, knocking it over. My spatial awareness isn't brilliant. Uh, as proven uh, when I said in the last episode that I, I, I crashed into another car on the car park at work. Anyway, in terms of responsiveness, physically I think I'm quite good. I was at work the other day and, uh, as I said, as, as part of my job, I box up orders to be sent out uh, via delivery to customers that we have. And I boxed something up the other day 
and it was a very Spider-Man moment, if I'm honest with you. I was very proud of myself. I boxed it up, I took it downstairs, and we were trying to find space on it for the desk in the office, and uh, one, of the lovely ladies that, uh, one of the lovely ladies that works in the office was like, oh, I'll move this crate out of the way. So she pushes this crate, but the other side of the crate was like a small little metal thing. I couldn't tell you what it was. And just as she pushed the crate to one side, that then fell. And I, very Spider-Man-esque, sort of lunged and caught it before it hit the floor. And it was, you know, one of those moments where you see on, <clears throat> on CCTV where someone will catch something and be like, oh, maybe I'm Spider-Man. And then they try the hand movement and it, you're not Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man is a fictional character. Like ghosts. A bit of paranormal satire there for you. Um... So yeah, I think um, physical responsiveness, and I used to I used to play net. Um, I don't know what the f that was. <laughs> okay, so literally thirty seconds after I said ghosts aren't real, what was that? Something. It sounds like something just flicked my mic stand. But there was nothing near it. The wires are all hanging down, nowhere near the springs. The springs are... What? I'm trying to recreate the noise now. What the hell was that? Because nothing was anywhere near it. Let me just say. Nothing was anywhere near that. And my responsiveness to this is goosebumps and terror. Because it was 30 seconds after I said ghosts aren't real. That noise happened. Hello? Okay. I'm going to move on. What was I even talking about? Oh yeah, I used to play net. I used to be a goalkeeper on the school football team. And I wasn't terrible, I don't think. I was never um, Aaron Ramsdale. Or um, Jordan Pickford. So uh, that's just really thrown me. So yeah, for me, my mental responsiveness is not there. But my physical responsiveness is 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 better. There we go. And I will end that portion there. Absolutely terrified because I don't know what the frig just happened. Let's move on. And the topic is hurricanes. We don't get hurricanes in the UK. Really. We get um we get strong winds and we get Storm Babette is is what we had a few weeks ago, and I think I I, I went on here and called her Storm Bethel, uh, which obviously wasn't correct, and uh, people will have probably been listening to that thinking, oh, Sean, you're a fool. Yeah, we get these like storms, we get these heavy winds, but we never get hurricanes. The worst I've ever seen is when I was in high school, we we did get sent home on one occasion because the gym roof was coming off and we had these so at my school our school field was separated from another school field which um the fact that these two schools shared a field was insane because for some reason and I never part I never partook in this I I was a I was a proper boffin kid I I was I would never fight. I would always keep myself to myself. Like I've said before, I don't like confrontation. But the fact that these two schools shared a field, they should have put a hedge up 
or a wall or something, not just four oak trees that kids can clearly get past. The schools would have to converse and be like, right, today's a today's like a good day. So, it, you know, it's clearly like a sunny day. We can let the kids out on the field. But the schools would have to converse between each other and be like, right, well, we're letting our kids out today so you can let your kids out tomorrow because we can't let them all out at the same time because there will be bloodshed. It was all, There was one occasion when it was awful. There, were, there, were, there was such a big fight. It was like a scene from Gladiator. There was arm-to-arm combat. There were literal... Like, so, you know, in... I don't know if you've seen the film Gladiator. In the opening scene, there's sort of like a big battle. And there's a bit where some arrows fly <clears throat> over the top, from like flaming arrows and stuff. And it was very reminiscent of that because kids were... Kids were filling empty Coke bottles with sand from the from the long jump pit and just launching it so it was heavy. That is both genius and sadistic at the same time. The fact that these literal children were like, I want to inflict as much harm as I can on these people. How can I do that? Let me turn this small, light, empty plastic bottle into a brick by putting sand into it. Anyway, that was a side note that we didn't need. Um, so yeah, we shared this school field with this other school. We were separated by four oak trees. Anyway, the long and the short of it is, what I was trying to say is that by the end of that day, one of the oak trees wasn't there anymore. It was a very windy day. Um, so we, we ended up being sent home from school. And there was, but we would be walking back. It it was almost like a post-apocalypse. I mean, I'm talking, right, I'm talking from complete ignorance here because obviously I live in a country where hurricanes, typhoons, tornadoes, very few huge natural disasters happen. Okay, so I obviously, when it comes to like a real hurricane, I have a lot of sympathy um, uh, and a lot of love for, for the people that do have to deal with these things who literally lose their homes and stuff. So, you know, when I, when I say that it was like a post-apocalyptic war zone, obviously that's tongue-in-cheek and I'm not being very serious. But on this day, we were walking home from school. Like I said, the school roof, we'd been sent home early because the, 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 the roof of the gym had started coming off. And my form class was just above the gym and we could, we could see it. It was from one corner, it was just kind of like flapping up. It was very, it was very stressful, uh, and then obviously one of the huge oak trees that had been there for um, decades and decades and decades had gone. It was clearly very windy, and then we were walking home from school. They allowed us to walk for some reason. I suppose it was it, it would have been safer to walk than to send children via via bus that could have been blown over. I suppose, but there were just there were fence panels. In the road. And wheelie bins. Full wheelie bins. Sort of, you know, not empty light wheelie bins. Full heavy wheelie bins. Had been strewn across the street. <laughs> Again, I, I say this. I'm saying this, obviously, from a place of ignorance. Because I've, I've not lived in a place where hurricanes really are. Where, you know, people lose their entire lives because of them. I don't, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I apologise to anyone who might be, who might feel that what I've just said is a little bit insensitive. But for us, as like 
14 year old kids just the fact that the teachers were like we're gonna have to send these children home these winds are too strong just so does i suppose it does show you how how easy we have it in the uk in in lots of different ways i'll just finish this section on a um i don't know if this is light-hearted or it's still quite sad but what um to try and take it away from the from the chat of you know actual depletion of people's houses and livelihood away from that kind of hurricane uh, i'm going to tell you a story that i heard i don't know if it's true but apparently it is um a story from world war Two. now in world war Two, the sort of two main fighter planes that that the, the, the uk uh had at their disposal were the spitfire and the hawker hurricane and both very good planes both very agile in the way that they move and stuff and can get through the air and i did hear a story of one very heroic uh british fighter pilot who was flying uh, a hawker hurricane and uh noticed uh obviously this was over london during the battle of britain uh there was uh, a, a german bomber heading sort of quote-unquote in the direction of i guess where buckingham palace would have been and this hurricane pilot um found himself without any ammunition so he couldn't shoot the pilot down clearly he felt it was his duty or his uh, honor i don't know to take his own life and save the save the royal family and so he made the incredible decision i'm going to crash into the bomber to take the bomber out of the sky so the bomber doesn't bomb buckingham palace and to 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 be able to make that decision in a in a in a in a minute while you're flying a plane uh and un- under as much stress as i'm sure he was under at the time i'm out of ammunition i need to get that bomber out of the sky how am i going to do it i know how i'm going to do it i'm going to plow into the side of the plane and I'll kill us all and save the royal family. So, this decision is made. The pilot is flying towards the bomber. And he decides to come from above and sort of plough into the, into, the, into the bomber, coming down on it rather than from the side or from the back. And in a almost miraculous turn of events, we all know I don't believe in miracles he survived and how he survived is by complete coincidence or maybe he maybe he did it on purpose maybe he thought maybe maybe he thought oh this could work and i might survive but if i die i die but if i survive bonus he instead of crashing center into the plane he almost came in on one side and his wing, like a knife through butter, just took off the back end of the bomber. And the bomber fell out of the sky and they perished. But the pilot of the hurricane survived because his plane was relatively unscathed. I suppose the wings will have had some scratches on them, at least. But he did not crash and he did not die. And that... Uh, That's uh, another one of my favourite stories.
I don't know if it's a fact. Um, I, I've heard it. I've heard it a, a, a few times, but um, I don't know how true it is. You have to look it up if you want to. Maybe you switched off as soon as I said royal family. You started thinking about how Sean hates the royal family and about how he doesn't want to pay taxes towards them, even though we don't pay taxes towards them anymore. Because that's what I would have done in that situation. And that's where I'm going to close the podcast on hurricanes and on responsiveness. I almost forgot what that was then. That's not very responsive of me, is it? That's where I'm going to close the podcast on hurricanes and responsiveness. Thank you very much. Good night. Thank you very, very much for listening to what I can categorically say is one of the top three worst episodes of I don't know what I'm talking about. Even before I start editing this, I know I'm going to hate editing this. I'm going to be listening to it back going, why did I say that? Why did, why did I do that? Oh well, recordings are recordings. And I will put this episode out because the whole point of this podcast is talking about things that you don't want to talk about. And talking at times that you don't necessarily want to talk. Also, someone might come to you with a problem that you don't want to talk about. And it might be at the time you don't want to talk about. Oh God, I'm trying to deal with this stress at the minute. But now you're coming at me with this stress. There are, you know, there are times when you have to have a chat about something that you don't want to chat about. And today that has happened for me. I didn't want to record so early in the morning. I would have chosen a bit later on when I'd had some breakfast and coffee. But that's the thing with mental health. It doesn't have a, a time frame. It doesn't, you know, it's not like, oh, it's it's midday. Looks like I'm having an anxiety attack. I've got a, a mental health dilemma due at 1.30. So are you going to be all right to have a chat at that time? They're not, there are no time frames on this. So... Recording this early wasn't ideal for me. Talking about responsiveness and hurricanes wasn't ideal for me. But nothing's ideal in the grand scheme of life, is it? <laughs> that was so dark. Um, and that's where I'm going to leave it. If you've got any comments, questions, topics, suggestions, or if you want to talk about any of the topics that I've ever talked about on this podcast, then email them to don'tknowwhatpod at gmail.com. If you click the Linktree link in the description of this podcast or in the description of this video, if you're listening on YouTube, which is now available to do, then you can follow me on uh, any of my other adventures, including Kinky Boots, where I will be playing Charlie Price at the Crew Lyceum Theatre in April. Go and get your tickets by clicking the link tree link. Please do subscribe to the podcast if you are enjoying it. If you can, please drop me a five-star review and leave me a comment. Constructive criticism is accepted. You know, if you think, oh, this is a good podcast, but this could be improved, then do let me know. I don't know where I could improve things because I literally don't know what I'm going to be talking about on any given day. So if you're like, oh yeah, well, when you talk about this, you could have said this instead. And I'm like, okay, well, thank you, but that's been and gone now. Uh, I am just rambling again. Heather's just arrived back from her run. Hello? Yeah, just bear with me a sec. Um, join me next week. I'm going to have to close off really quickly when I could be talking about literally anything. Thank you. Bye.